0: all right brain you don't like me and i don't like you but let's just do this and i can get back to killing you with beer you are now tuned into the better fantasy bureau podcast this place is an untapped resource
1: with your host, Flex and Bliss. You must think I'm pretty stupid.
0: I'm dangerous. I'm very, very dangerous.
1: And Charlie Chase. Right
0: good, you're very good, you. are goddamn right, is. For the everyday fantasy sports player. You just blew my mind.
1: Now, I am going to teach some kids a lesson. They're a bunch of... And now, on with the show, party people. Party people. What's up, party people? Welcome once again. Back is the incredible. I am your man, Fifty Grand Flex Hit List. here on my man, Hundred Years. Charlie Chase, baby. Charlie Chase, baby. And what's up, Charlie? What's going on? You know what? I think I never would be saying this before, and I'm going to say it now because it's been bothering me every week. Say I- it. I'm actually ready for hoodie season. Oh uh, yeah, me too. I've never been like that. I see now. Look, in New York, we get all four my seasons. Favorite you know. time of year. This is not. It's 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 bothering me especially when I get to Penn Station to get over here to the studio, shout out once again to Gotham podcast, podcast Studios, that I'm, I'm just sweating. It's like an oven in there. Mm-hmm. Now listen, I'm used to it. You take the trains a lot more than I do, and you take it in suits. Every day. Every day, of course. You take it, and you take it in suits. So I mean, I don't know if you're more used to it or whatever the case may be, but me, and don't get me wrong, I'm getting more and more out of shape every day for the most part. I haven't been to the gym as much lately, but the fact is I'm sick and tired of sweating like a psychopath. And it's just it's so hot down there.
0: In the trains you talking In the, about, yeah, at Penn yeah, Station that, that, especially. That, that's New York City. Though. No, I
1: get it, it's like that, but it just it's just for me, like just Penn Station especially. I'm just, it, and when I get out, it's not just Penn Station. But the thing is, it's but all subways. But that's what listen, because when we when we when we come back and we get on the train station on the way back, to me it's not as hot. Mm-hmm. That station, I don't know whatever it is, but the point is, I get out. And it's it, it's it's we're in October. You figured I could put on a hoodie, and then I'm comfortable in sweatpants. No, I still got to wear shorts. You know, I, I still got to wear t shirts. Which is listen, it's it's fine. I'd rather it be hot than cold. Yeah. It's just because of the fact that it's October, and my mind is getting into like hoodie season, and we're not there yet. It's yeah. bothering me. You know what I mean? Well, the
0: weather's crazy. It's it's been you know the other day it was eighty degrees. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's insane. I, but, but I mean, you know, to your point, I, I cannot wait for hoodie season. I, well. I
1: guess I don't know. I guess whatever I'm getting older or whatever the case may yeah. be. But like I like I guess it, like I know like once it gets cold, I'm gonna complain and be like oh, people are like that, not me so much because it's cold. Oh my god, it's so hot. I wish it was cold.
0: No, nah, I'll, I'll never complain about the cold.
1: Ever. I see the thing is, I'd rather be hot than cold because I'm gonna because I rather it's gonna be one way or the other. You know I mean, what I mean? You, you
0: say you'd rather be hot. I'd rather be hot than cold. That's surprising.
1: I ra- I'd rather be hot. I'd rather be a nice hot day. And then going to be in an AC room, mm-hmm. then to be outside freezing, struggling with, you know, jackets and all layered up. The thing is, the thing is, um, it's like I said, it's just going to be my mindset. I just think that because I know it's October, because I know it's supposed to be chillier, and it's not yet, I think that's why it's bothering me mm-hmm. so much. Yeah. You know? For sure. Anyways, big uh, weekend.
0: Yeah, it was a big weekend. Um,
1: the Pizza Festival was awesome. Thank you very much for yeah, uh, recommending that because it? if it wasn't for you, I would have never known about it. Yeah.
0: That was the first one. I think it's going to be an annual thing now. Yeah. Any uh, any interesting pizzas that you've seen?
1: Yeah. Actually, you know what surprised me the most? The biggest one of the, of, of the, the week that surprised me the most? Mm-hmm. Pizza from Denver.
0: From Denver?
1: It was really good. I, I forget everything else that was on top of it. I have a picture there of his some uh, cannabis in it or something? No. no, ah, Cannabis of all things. Right? You're talking to the wrong person about that. I never tried it in my entire life. Denver, you know, so. I, oh, all right, I get it. I see what you... Oh, see, now I get the joke. So It's like, wait, wait, wait. Why would that joke be referred to me? You know I've never tried that in yeah, my I entire know, life. No,
0: you're, you're a clean
1: boy, Flex. Anyways, so, uh but the thing is, so, like, if you look at my Instagram, once again, you can follow me on Instagram, at FLXHitList, FlexHitList, and then Charlie, your Instagram. Charlie B and Y. Charlie B and Y. If you follow it, you can see I put pictures of uh, my wife and I and her true love pizza. Mm -hmm. And uh, and yeah, it's the one from – it had like pepper on it and like white cheese and like those oils. It was just surprisingly very, very, very good.
0: Yeah. So a lot of people, right? I've i seen a couple of people posting.
1: It was it a, was pretty packed, not like uh, unwalkable, of course, but it was pretty packed. Uh, the pizza from Las Vegas was also slammed. It came out like a brick. It was a Sicilian pie. I'm not joking. Do you remember
0: you. the play, the name of the place because I mm. had some good pizza out in Vegas. I don't remember. I don't remember the place. So.
1: Mad Pizza or something like that. I got a picture of it. I'll, I'll look at it later. But if you look up at my Instagram, you can see the pictures I posted up. And it was funny. There was a it was actually Mayor De Blasio. Now, I don't follow politics at all. Mm-hmm. I don't. I choose not to. To me, when it comes to politics, like ignorance is bliss. It's just too much of false truths for this dad and the third. Uh, I, don't, I don't like arguing with people about politics because, you know, sometimes those arguments get real temperamental.
0: Sports and politics.
1: Sports you can get temperamental, but sports you could like... Uh, you get over a little bit yeah. because no, you have
0: po- politics, religion, also very touchy.
1: Religion is very touchy. Yeah. But when it comes to politics, I feel like if you if you don't agree with a person's politics, some people, some people take it away that that's your personality and then you're a bad person for it. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like some people be like, oh, you're a Trump believer. You're a racist. Oh, you're not a true follow. You don't love America. You know what I mean? Like, this, once again, this is just what right, is right. put out there. No, like. I, I, I hear you. So I don't follow politics at all. I choose to just ignore it. I don't you know, I, I whatever it is I have. That's just how I am. You know, I don't vote. I mm-hmm. uh, mean, for presidents, of course, I don't vote. And that's, me, that's just I have my reasons for it. And I, cause I don't just keep politics away from me. So I I know Mayor de Blas is our mayor. I just thought he was a little huskier. And I knew he was a tall guy. Uh, so it looks like he slimmed down a little.
0: So you didn't know it was him?
1: I didn't know it was him. He is like your body type now. Mm-hmm. I didn't, and then we, we, my wife and I didn't know who it was. We're like, who is this guy being followed by all these cameras and eating these pizzas and taking the pictures with all the people working the pizzas, you know. And... uh. <laughs> and of course as we just finished watching The Wire and she's like oh it's it's the mayor of Baltimore it's Tom carchetti it's Tom carchetti so, <laughs> so, so I started yelling I was like I would have voted for Royce Not,
0: nothing like a good Wire reference
1: yeah yeah because she just she just recently finished watching it mm-hmm. so uh, so that's
0: cool the pizza convention was cool um, Venom movie was good the movie was good I recommend go
1: see it uh, yeah. as as always as my Marvel as a Marvel fan that I am I have my little uh, dislikes about it as a super nerd that I am but overall it's an entertaining good movie I just think that I could understand some people didn't like it a lot I think it's because of the fact that they forget that Venom was, at times, a good guy. Mm -hmm. He was good and bad, good and bad. So that's why. uh,
0: I mean, I'm going to go see it. I don't know the storyline that well, but it actually, you know, from the trailer, it does look interesting. I'll definitely go see it. It's an entertaining movie. It's
1: entertaining to watch it. Just watch it. My uh,
0: my one of two Marvel movies a year I'll commit to going.
1: Oh, and it's funny. So uh, I was talking about it over the weekend. We my boy, shout out to Bill Ryan and uh, Kento. Uh, we were talking about like the bad movies that mm-hmm. are good. I think the ultimate bad movie that is that is entertaining to watch, and it's a bad movie. It's a really bad movie, but it's entertaining to watch.
0: Did we discuss it last week?
1: No, we didn't discuss it last week. We talked about the subject of bad movies that are entertaining to watch. Yeah, no, I remember that. So like if you 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 know it's a bad movie, you look at it like a bad movie and you'll be entertained by, it by how dumb it is. Mm-hmm. And the ultimate one's gotta be Baby Boy. Baby boy <laughs> with Jody and Tyrese S- and Tyrese and Snoop Dogg. Yeah. It's gotta be that was
0: one of uh, Tarazi's first films.
1: Yeah, it was one of her first films. It was, but it's gotta be like, I the-
0: love you, Jody.
1: <laughs> yeah, that thing slaps her yeah, and he goes down it, on her. It,
0: for all you youngins, that was Cookie before she was Cookie.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yo, it's just it's just because
0: now she's typecast. Now she's like Cookie from Empire, you know. Like, I don't watch Empire, right? I, I should. Mean, I don't, I mean, I kind of watched it in the beginning, then, then I didn't, but. Um, but she's typecast. Like no matter, like every movie, like all you see is Cookie.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess it's just. Uh, but but uh, that's like the ultimate bad movie. Yeah.
0: Um. All right. Yeah, we- I think there's worse movies than that, but I, I, I I'm saying ultimate debatable.
1: bad movie that's inter- that's like, enjoyable to watch. Pretty bad, huh? Geely. But see, this is one thing. Like like Geely's bad is bad that you just can't watch. Like to me, like Spider Man Three and Iron Man Three are just really bad. You cannot watch them. They're right. just that terrible. The first Purge to me was absolutely. Awful. You cannot watch it. You know what I mean? Like, there's just bad movies that are like, I this is just a waste of my time to watch. Right, right. Like, Iron Man 3 is a def- big waste of my time. I hated it. Yeah. With, with the firing passion. don't Let's not talk about it. But like I said, like another one, like Purge 1, I thought was just a really bad movie.
0: The first Purge? The first Purge. I thought I, it was I thought terrible. It was okay. I thought all the other ones that came after it were terrible. I
1: like, thought it was absolutely terrible. A complete miss. It was one of the... And then they made like four others. I have no idea. But anyways... Yeah. The thing is, I just think, like, a bad movie that's entertaining to watch mm-hmm. is, like, ba- baby voice for my eyes. All right. Uh, all right. Moving on. Uh... Did you uh, did you watch The Fight? N- you know I didn't. I went to go see the Venom movie, I just said.
0: Oh, you just saw the Venom movie. All I right. went to the
1: pizza Then and went to go watch the yeah. movie. Crazy, though.
0: Yeah, McGregor gets submitted. I mean, you know, the purists yeah. thought that that's what was going to happen, but, you know, Ta- Conor talks a good game, so he talked himself into, you know, believing that he would have had a shot to knock him out if you caught him you know but that didn't happen but then the melee after the fight right that was nuts and like then the he, fights that kind
1: of came all against yeah, again yeah, again and yeah, they kind yeah. of like snowballed after the
0: crowd after uh, Connor's <clears throat> trainer so that was kind of nuts
1: uh, it's just uh,
0: it could be that they're selling the rematch you know but we'll see
1: that's an like I, I mean, I was thinking about a lot of like because like, I, I saw it was true it was with that guy. Uh, that's on the Joe Rogan podcast, Brendan.
0: Brendan Schaub. Brendan
1: Schaub, and yeah. you saw how he predicted it. I tagged you in yeah, it from yeah. our BFB uh, yeah, he's Instagram great. once he's again. Got a, just he's
0: got a really good podcast, so
1: yeah, he does. I mean, well, I haven't heard it. I believe you, but uh, just to let you guys know once again. Remember, follow us on Instagram at BFB Podcast, on Twitter at Podcast BFB, and on the Fantasy Life app, Better Fantasy Bureau. Uh, but yeah, so. It was just crazy how he predicted it, and that yeah. it was. And it's true, like this fight kind of became bigger than just a UFC fight. It's so big, and I guess it's a reason also why I wasn't so much into boxing, mm-hmm. and I guess it just kind of like trickled down into when UFC became a big thing, which is because of the fact it's it, to me, I and I could be hundred percent wrong because I'm not a def, I'm not a serious serious follower of boxing. Mm-hmm. It's another political thing for me. There could have been so many politics. There's so many stories about so many rigged matches. You know yeah, what I mean?
0: I mean, there's, I mean, more so boxing, more so
1: boxing than anything else. I mean, it could right, be in a lot there's of sp- no go-
0: governing body. But. It could
1: be in a lot of sports, like, 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 like you know. But it's just harder. I feel so much on the sports. Like in baseball, like you know, like all right, you got to make it look good, and you got to miss every pitch, but you hit one for a home run. Oh man, like you know, like right. you just happen to be stronger after you hit one. Like it is what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, the
0: thing that that you know the, the politics in boxing, what hurts the sport is that usually it's very rare that you get the best that fight the best. You know what I mean? Like that Mayweather Pacquiao fight. That took, you know, that was five years too long before that fight happened. That fight should have happened. It should have happened a long, long time ago. ago. And And then to me, it was an overrated thing. And the the fight ended up being a dud. Yeah. So, so yeah, no, that's a good. point. It's just
1: I guess that's what it is to me. I already told you. Like, I I guess why I keep a blind ear to politics because it's it's always the same promises of the same problem with the same results. So the definitely, you know, when you make the same mistakes over and over and over again, that's the definition of insanity. So that's why I keep a blind. You know, ignorance is bliss when it comes to politics, and it's kind of the same thing when it comes to boxing for me. It's just kind of like. Yeah, there's some other thing behind it that we don't know about, or maybe there's mm-hmm. nothing about it, but it just always might be something there. So it's just yeah, that's why it gets me. Um, but then like you know a,
0: the fights are like a week away, and you see the press conferences, and they and it's be hard to ignore. They get you $69. And
1: then, yeah, and they get you 60 Well, not mine. They didn't get any of that? I I spent uh, my $40 at the movie theaters. they got
0: mine. Connor got mine.
1: they <laughs> spent my $40 at the movie theater, and I went to go uh, watch that after my pizza coma that my wife and I were in. We had so many pizzas, yeah. so many slices of pizza. Cool. All right. Uh,
0: so on to football, man. On to
1: football. On to what's going on with the week. Let's just go real quick. There's not that many to talk about the Who's Hurt segment. Let's just go on real dad, and then we'll go into the Big Bureau news. Mm-hmm. That sounds pretty good. Big Bureau news. All right. So then in the Who's Hurt, just let you go know real quick, Matt Breida, he left the game with a sprained ankle, walking out a reboot when he returned to the sideline. He may miss just a few weeks at worst. So it's uh, not that bad for Matt Breida owners. Time being, though, it looks like Alvin Morris is going to be the bell cow mm-hmm. in that offense. Uh, Brandon Cooks and Cooper Cut both left the game with a concussion. We will keep you updated for the statuses for next week's game. I am constantly as best as I can with everything I'm doing in my life, trying to put it out there right away about uh, about you know the injuries and the updates. Like like it's funny, I tell some of my friends about the things that you know the, the updates I put up. And they're all like super surprised about how I get them faster than everybody else because I'm getting them before ESPN gets out there. Like I'm getting them really fast. Don't get me wrong. I'm getting them probably like five minutes before. Right. But I'm trying to get it out there as fast as I can. You know, I make my little artworks and I put it out there. But remember on, uh, on Twitter and on the Instagram, we're giving you like the right away up to the minute information mm-hmm. about it. Uh, Sean McVay does say that he's very optimistic that Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup, sorry, that Cook will play. Corey Grant, uh, he was the backup for, uh, that day for T2, TJ Yeldon. Mm hmm. He is most likely done for the season with a Lis Frank injury.
0: I don't, am I pronouncing that right, Liz Frank? Liz Frank, Adam. I'm not sure. Well, I it's, guess a, as good it, as mine. it's a foot
1: injury. I know. I looked up exactly where it is. It's a foot injury, but uh, Lis Frank. I guess it's named after a guy. Whatever. Anyways,
0: <sighs> I broke my Liz Frank.
1: Speaking of. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like some kind of like Vaz or something expensive you broke. It's a really weird part of the foot. That's uh, like in between the toes and the way they, where the toes connect. It's yeah, like yeah. the metacarp, whatever it is. Anyways, uh, I don't know when this is going to end. I don't know if it's me. Am I? Bobby, my boy Bobby Smina calls me the mush. Austin Safari is placed on IR. Another tight end down. Yeah. Now, it was a core muscle issue, and apparently this is an issue he's been dealing with, but has got him now to the IR, but he's likely to return to play again. Not definite, but it's there. optimism that he'll return to play again. But for the moment he's
0: on the IR, and it, <laughs> it's obsessed because Niles Paul, he caught- <laughs> Yeah, but that that puts him out at least to week 14, though, no? I, I guess. Yeah. I guess. Your guess is as
1: good as mine. But Niles Paul caught seven out of nine targets in the second half, and I couldn't even get one point from ASJ, one point before he left. Yeah. But the thing is, because I don't know, look, I had Walker. I have Ingram, I have Olsen, and then after those those guys went down right, I put up Eifert, I put up Disley. Yeah. And now so whoever is you pick he...
0: up should be worried for his life. I
1: guess. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. This is a bad year for tight ends and they're just going down and the, it's...
0: the flex curse worse than the Madden curse. And
1: you know what's crazy? Look at all those tight ends I just mentioned, and, and there's some other. Walker's relevant, right? Olson's yeah. relevant. Ingram's relevant. Eifert's yeah. relevant. And Disney was being pretty relevant for the Seahawks offense. He was kind of like what Jimmy Graham was last year, you know, the lo- right. low yardage, high touchdowns, you know, mm-hmm. you know. Austin very, yeah, somewhat relevant, somewhat, you know. Right. Anyways, with all those big names gone, that's five. That's five pretty big, pretty big names in a tight end position gone, right? Mm-hmm. Jimmy Graham is still currently tight end ten.
0: Yeah. It's right on that uh that borderline. He's tight
1: end 10.
0: So, but that that might be just by default. You know, like they're dropping like are there even ten healthy tight ends in but the But this league? this is what
1: I'm this is what I'm saying. Yeah. He's tight end 10. Mm-hmm. And 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 with all of these like 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 tight ends dropping, he's still just like he's still barely making the top ten. Yeah. And this is with last week's with last week's remind you, that still that Ricky Seals Jones put up a donut. Mm-hmm. And Austin Devani Jenkins put up a donut and
0: he's still only tight end
1: ten. Yeah. And it's not like Gronk's doing that good. Gronk hasn't been doing that great. Right.
0: You know what I mean? They, yeah, there isn't, you know, there isn't a tight end that's been lighting it up so far this year. That's I mean Kelsey's been playing well, but he hasn't really been lighting it up.
1: Kelsey's Kelsey's number two, Zach number one currently, Jared Cook's number three, Ebron's doing good, Kittle's doing good. But th- that's just insane to me. Yeah. And OJ Howard's another one that's out for a while too. So it's like, I told you, going to be outside the top 10. Maybe he might be inside the top 10 now, but it's, it, nonetheless. Um, uh, And uh, J.H.I., unfortunately, towards ACL, he is placed yeah. on the IR and will miss the rest of the season. That was, that was the big one. Womp womp. Uh, big Bureau news, Jamal Charles. Yeah. Jamal Charles signed yeah. to the Jaguars. Charlie, I would like to hear your intake on what this means for the future of the Jaguars. Who does it hurt? Who does it help? I who could? Who I really don't
0: see. I mean, I think they're just bringing him in to see if he has anything left. I mean, I, you're not expecting Charles to come in and be a producer right away, you know. So, I mean, look, you know, Fournette is looks like he's going to be banged up all year. TJ Yeldon has played well, but you know, he he looks like he's a little bit banged up as well. So they're getting really, really thin at that running back position. So I think that they're just bringing him in for a workout to see if you know what he could at least you know occupy a roster spot and be you know, that emergency, emergency running back. So I don't really think it has any fantasy implications at the moment.
1: I don't... I think long-term, it will, like, help and hurt Fournette. I think long-term. Yeah, Currently, how, I... I how so? yelled, Yeldon's still going to be the guy, and I, I could be 100% wrong for this. I could mm-hmm. be 100%. I've been wrong for a lot of things. It happens. But uh, I just think that... Because it, it, it will help him to not... Like I, 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 they like Yeldon there enough. Mm -hmm. I don't think they love him enough. I mean, I think they signed him because you know now Corey Grant went hurt and Yeldon for the moment is still going to be the bell cow.
0: Yeah, I mean he's been playing well.
1: But if Jamal Charles with the name that he has and the lack of big names they have on that offense, Mm -hmm. and if he shows kind of like what Adrian Peterson is showing that he can still do well with his fantasy foot with his fantasy football with his football intelligence and you know his abilities is still you know you know to run well. He could probably cut into Fournette's work, which will help him from staying healthy to stay healthy. But also, to, you know, like let's say if he was healthy enough to be the bell cow and then put up big fancy numbers, it will hold him back from that.
0: Right. In that sense. But that's, but that's assuming that he could still play. A-
1: absolutely, that's you know, with that assumption. Yes. Right.
0: That's assuming that, that, which is a really big question mark. Yeah. I mean, there's a you know at this point in the in the season, there's a reason why he's not on an NFL roster.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, listen, I agree, and he's still definitely worth a waiver wire stash. Uh, Antonio Brown's. You hear about
0: this? Yeah, he's um, he got nicked up also, right? No, his lawsuit. Oh, yeah, yeah. He threw a, a piece of furniture from the 14th floor. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I heard about that. I didn't
1: read too much into it. I don't know what it is, but he's being sued because yes, he nearly did hit it a say, toddler. Did it say
0: what he threw. I'll, I'll it look like it up a, like a chair or something or? I'll, i
1: will I'll, ill I'll look it up I'll look it up as I look it up, I also want to ask your opinion what is your thoughts about Des Bryant on Twitter Des since you are the big cowboy if guy.
0: you're listening and I've said this before, stay off of Twitter. Just stay off of Twitter. Like all you there, there's nothing but trolls on Twitter. So I mean, the fact that you engage into it, it's just scaring teams away. Like, I don't mean to
1: interrupt you. Sorry, I mm-hmm. don't mean to interrupt you. The fallen objects. Inc- this is from Yahoo, which I've seen over here. Uh, the fallen objects included two very, two very large vases, estimated to be over three feet each, and a as well as a large heavy ottoman and other pieces of furniture.
0: An ottoman? He threw yeah. an ottoman out the window.
1: Yeah, like would you put your feet up on? Wow! From the 14th floor.
0: That that's crazy. This Come is on. filed in Miami-Dade County. Tab. What's going on, man? <laughs> I, I don't
1: know. Nearly hitting a man and his twenty-two-month-old grandson.
0: That's insane.
1: That this this, this, this I'm just reading, and they seeking fifteen thousand dollars in damages for emotional distress. Oh, fifteen thousand dollars—not a lot to him. But anyways, it's just still it's that this is what I'm just reading. Uh, from uh, the Yahoo website about him. I'm sorry. Go on. So uh, Des. So
0: Des Bryant. I mean, look. There's there's absolutely no reason why Des Bryant shouldn't be on an NFL roster right now. Like you can't tell me that there aren't you know a couple of teams that can't use him. You know, and the fact that he's on Twitter, you know, just ranting and raving and and you know doing all these things, it it, it sh- he's shooting himself in the foot. Like if you look, you're looking to get a contract, you're looking to get, you know, a prove it deal from an NFL team and you going on Twitter and just ranting and raving and, you know, doing all these things is not helping your cause Des. just get it. Leave Twitter alone. Get in shape. Get back in the NFL and show people what you could do. Did you
1: see the tweet he put out today at um, which we're recording right now is uh, October 9th. And you uh, saw he put out a tweet today at 207. I read it to you. See, about your. I, I screenshot it to get your opinion on it. And I didn't tag you in on purpose because I want to see your opinion on the show. OK. Des Bryant tweets, as a receiver playing for the Dallas Cowboys, your mind have to, your mind have to be right. That's exactly how I wrote it, or he did it word for it. it as, a rec- like <laughs> as a receiver playing for the Dallas Cowboys, your mind have to be right because you will never see targets like A B, OBJ, D Hop, none of those guys. I was never schemed into things. I made things happen throughout my career. i am Mr. 73. They had Jay Witten as our num- as our number one, so Jerry is right.
0: Mm-hmm. I, look, th- there's a lot of truth to that. But here's the thing, though. Winning cures all. Because in 2016, that that was their th- – that's the way they won football games. So when you're winning with that formula, everything's right in the world. But when you're losing and then when people are saying like, oh, Dez lost a step or Dez is not the Dez of old, that's when it starts to become a problem. So the way that the, the, the Cowboys are built, they're built to run the ball on first down, second down, and – if permitted, on third down because all of their resources have gone to the offensive line and they made Zeke the fourth overall pick in the draft. So, yeah, a wide receiver in that offense is not going to get Antonio Brown's targets. It's not going to get a Julio Jones' targets. That's a given. Uh, but, again, like winning cures all of that. And when you're not winning, that that's when the situation could become combustible. Now,
1: as a non-Cowboys fan
0: mm-hmm.
1: and shying away from my Cowboy hate, Yes. Which I think you and I do a very good job Cowboys
0: aggravated me so much this weekend, but go ahead.
1: I think you and I do very good at shying away from our natural instincts, you Mm -hmm. know, because listen, by instinct I hate the Cowboys, by instinct you hate the Giants, it's fine, we don't hate each other, but uh, shying away from my hate for the Cowboys. Uh, What I see on that, and because as he's been tweeting a lot, and he's been saying, even tweeting back to fans a lot, yeah, you know what I mean, like fans, like seeing him like uh, doing just like a drill and like no speed. It's not a game-time thing, you idiot. Like, you know, he's calling him out. Right, right. Which, whatever. I mean, it's kind of funny to see a little bit. But, yeah, but he's you know really, that, But he's calling people out to play him, like, on Xbox and stuff and like that, that.
0: that troll got exactly what he wanted. You know what I mean? He got of a course. reaction yeah, from
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's what he wanted, yeah. So, you know, I mean, I don't know if he's... Whatever, whatever it is, like I said, there might be some, some method to some madness, whatever it is. But, but he's he looks, also...
0: Like, I don't know if you've seen this, but he's been, like... He's been diagnosed with, like, like mental issues and depression... You know, no, so he's been he's been dealing with that sort of stuff as well. So if you're if you're dealing with those sort of things, like Twitter's not where you want to be.
1: No, I agree. I agree. Uh, but so maybe, maybe to a person's mind who is going through that kind of things, maybe Twitter is is where he wants to be because he feels like maybe he's making himself heard more that he's not being understood enough or heard enough. But with now how I interpret it, mm-hmm. how I just interpret it, I'm not saying this is what he means by it. How I interpret a tweet like that, which just seems a little weird and wrong to me because he's been tweeting a lot recently and putting out there that he wants to go back and play for the Cowboys. Right. But then he says the Cowboys aren't going to use me enough. I'm never going to get those numbers like OBJ and DeAndre Hopkins. I do it all by myself. I work for myself to get what I want. But yet you're saying you want to go back to play for them, but yet they're saying that that they never used you properly and you were never in the right scheme. Right, but do, do you know, I, I you I, I, you you made a very strong point in what you said earlier about you know the offensive line and Zeke and right. all that. I get it.
0: And, but you just to kind of piggyback on that a little bit. Do you know who's the most targeted player in the NFL last year? Who's the most targeted? The most targeted player in the NFL last year wasn't it Gurley? No, no, tar- target. Yeah, wasn't it Gurley? Uh, no. I, I mean, look, I don't know if he was the most, but he's he was top three. I think was Desmond No, on. it
1: wasn't. It wasn't Gurley. I know. I know for a fact it was uh, Christian McCaffrey was running backs.
0: Okay, so Des Bryant was up there.
1: Was in, up in, there. Was
0: up there in targets. He was like like third or fourth. So he did get targets last year. It's just that you know what he he you know I, he just wasn't right in my opinion. He just wasn't right physically.
1: Let's see who got the most targets. I'll tell you right. I,
0: if I'm not mistaken, might have been Jarvis Landry. I it might have been Jarvis Jarvis Landry. Uh, like 167 or something like that.
1: Something like that. I'll look it up. Just keep, I'll keep, we'll keep moving on. Well, yeah. I so I
0: mean, it's not like he got the target. So there's not, you know. And look, I'm, I'm the one of the biggest Dez defenders that there is. So I'll even defend Des to a fault. But he can't say that he wasn't targeted. He was targeted a ton last year. Mm-hmm. He was targeted a ton. It's not coming up right now. We'll look for. I'll
1: look for it later. We'll figure yeah. it out, and then we'll post it up on Instagram. We'll see. Uh, I think it was Landry, though. I think it was 100. percent You were right about it being Landry. Um, anyhow. So yeah, so a lot about this triangle yeah. went on. Over I mean, there. he's gonna
0: he's gonna end up on a team, so it'll be interesting to see where he ends up. I look as a Cowboy fan, I would say take him back. You know what I mean? Like let let bygones be bygones. Take him back. I mean, look if he if the Cowboys sign him tomorrow, right? Is he the best wide receiver on that team? Yes. Yeah, without a doubt, right? Yes. So what what are we doing here?
1: Uh, as a even as a Cowboys hater, I will admit this and I will say this that it is it was. Wrong for them to. Now, I wouldn't say so much cut does. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying so much cut him was the wrong thing to do. It, 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 I don't think it was the right thing to do at the same time for you cowboys. Right. I mean, for me, for me I'm like, yeah, get rid of him. I don't give a damn because I'm a Giants fan, but I think what was the wrong thing is that you cut him and then you didn't fill and address the issue. I was talking, That's actually. it's funny yesterday, so I have uh, on, on the basketball team that I coach, the ninth graders that I coach, is funny, so one of the kids is actually a Cowboys fan and his mom and dad are Cowboys fans and he come by with his Cowboys uh, jersey and I keep telling him, oh, sorry, team's full, actually beat it. Like, I just mess with him and, and it's funny, but I was actually talking to his mom Uh, yesterday about that and she asked me what you think the biggest problem is because you know she's mentioning her problems about like coaching the senator and i said i think the biggest i think for that game to happen last week coaching had a lot to do with it i was like you really can't be mad because look what deandre hopkins had to do to get you guys to get the cowboy game the cowboy game last week because she was talking about what was good we're not gonna get too much into because we got some other thing to talk about we've been talking a lot about this i gotta rant okay
0: yeah
1: but the thing is uh i said a coach had a lot to do with that but i think from the beginning for this season at least and this is as a cowboys hater I think that the worst thing that was done is that after letting go of Des Bryant, you don't feel that you have a need. You feel a need. You didn't feel that need. Right now, granted, your first round pick, he's doing pretty good. What's his name again? Uh, Van deresh. What's his first name?
0: Uh, Van. Um,
1: no lie or something like that. Liar, or or Van deresh.
0: Something like something that. Something like
1: that. Yeah. yeah, whatever it is. Another weird, weird name guy with that whole team. Um, he's doing very good. He is. Don't get Layton, me wrong. Leighton Van Der Esch. Layton, Yes, yes, he's doing very good. But uh. You had a need at wide receiver that you needed to fill, and right. you did not take care of that need.
0: Well, look, I mean, I don't know if they should have filled it in the draft. You know what I'm I mean? Not, yeah, I'm not. You know once again, I mean? yeah, it doesn't
1: matter. Wherever you feel like you should have filled it, right. it should have been filled it on the been left. Like, right. they, it should Right. It didn't
0: have to be through I draft. Was, I was okay. Like, I didn't think cutting Des was the right move, but look, if he was a cancer in the locker room, you could see how they could make it make sense. But then. You know, go out and sign. Don't let Alan Hearns be your big, you know, free agent acquisition. He's
1: not really doing much. He got a touchdown last week, but still, you know I mean? not even but doing
0: still, much. Like, go out and and spend the money and and bring someone in.
1: Uh, I know. I agree. Uh, moving on, we could definitely keep talking about this for hours, I'm sure. But just to give you guys all the wrap ups for went on for week five. Now, once to again, to remind you guys, we are still have we are still have our giveaway. Wow, man, what's wrong with me? We still have. Our giveaway. We are still doing this. Our giveaway that's going on and we are getting a lot of buzz about it. It is yes. current. That show has moved up and only a day had moved up to be our fifth most <laughs> uh downloaded show so far.
0: A lot of Saquon fans there a lot out there, of huh? Saquon,
1: but we are still giving away an autograph Saquon Barkley football. Do whatever you need to do to get us noticed. Repost us on Instagram. Repost us on Facebook or whatever it is. Post pictures about it. Comment us on iTunes. So far, our friend that came to the podcast, our good friend Ferg, the official trainer of the BFB Ferg, Podcast. Yes. yes, Ferg. He's he's been doing a lot to get it. He's been he's been putting it on the IG story, and he's been putting on the IG story every now and then, anyways. Before this, but now when he saw this, he's been commenting on us everywhere. Yeah. He's been posting it on his Instagram. He's been posting it on Twitter. He's been doing every can, and it's true. That's what you got to do right now. Like he's like mm-hmm. the number one candidate to win this. Yeah, yeah. So do whatever you got to do. You could you could comment on us more than once. You could comment on different pictures. You could post on your IG. You could post it then delete it later if you want, but post it. Do whatever you want to get us noticed. because. And at the same time it only helps you get a Saquon Barkley football mm-hmm. at the same time let's be real because remember we're not sports professionals we're just everyday fantasy sports players it just helps gets our name out there yeah why do you think we go and get an autograph you think i want to give up an autograph Saquon Barkley football
0: are you are going to give it up though right? i am going to give it up i'm going You're to do it, I'm, it up, I'm a man please.
1: of my word you know I'm like, i got my integrity man but i'm just saying though I'm like i don't do it i don't i don't, don't want to do it my my wife is already going for lawyers with divorce papers because of this stuff. Like, You're giving away a Saquon autograph. Are you are you insane? You know. But anyways.
0: Is she a
1: big uh, Saquon fan or more of an Odell she, fan? Uh, she, she she loves Giants in general. So if you're one of the best players in the Giants, she loves. Them. Like, I mean, she's loving Saquon this year. She's yeah. loving Saquon this year. So. Rightfully so, as she should. Of course, he's a beast. He's a solid. He had a great game last week. Uh, for you guys that don't know, also by the way, he's fine. Uh, he says it's okay. He just hurt his back a little bit. He fell kind of awkwardly after that second yeah. touchdown he made. Was but, it his back it was,
0: his back? it was his back because it looked like he landed awkward. On I
1: didn't team. I didn't see too much when I looked at it because I mean I guess because I had so many ankle injuries I'm like I don't see too much of a bad ankle yeah. thing there. It, it was. Like he
0: landed kind of awkward. No, he
1: landed a little awkwardly in his lower back, where, where, by the way, he landed that Impacted. Uh, but he's okay. And also, just to give you guys an update also about Adrian Peterson, he has a strained shoulder, but it does not seem that it will be a problem. Uh, he's not expected – it's not expected to keep him from playing, just so yeah. you guys know. All right, so moving on, just to uh, – We'll get through this. A uh, couple of names to mention, especially at the running back position. About some, then, we'll, then we'll let you guys know our regrets, which is another segment we'll be doing every now and then about the regrets of the week. We, mm-hmm. Players we regretted to play or players that regretted that we didn't play. So uh, regrets, Not we're not going to do that yet. So for, let's just do some quick standouts. Let's go through a uh, couple, couple of those quickly. The running back standouts. Yes. Tell me one that you got. I want to take a guess who you're going to mention.
0: You're, or, you're probably not going to get it because I said not to play them <laughs> on last pod. But go ahead.
1: Ah, okay. All right, so just go then.
0: All right, so um, I I completely whiffed on this one last week, Bureau. so my apologies. But the jet running game, I wanted no part of last week. And Isaiah Crowell—
1: I mean, I knew he was going to get a shot. I didn't think you were going to start off with him.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it stands out because he he ran for 15 times, 219 yards, a healthy 14.6 yards a carry, and a touchdown. And even Bilal Powell got into the— in, into the uh, mix, uh, chipping in for another hundred yards on twenty carries. So, um, I mean, look, I did hit on something in this game, which I'll get to when we discuss wide receivers. But um, surprisingly, now Crowell and Powell got involved. Now, a lot of it was great uh, game script that just did get out to a, a league pretty quickly, and then they just pounded the ball the remainder of the game. But I mean, look, they both running backs look well. Now, is this something that's going to continue? Let's see. But uh, I am a Crowell owner. I do have him uh, in one league so I may have you know have to look at him moving forward. I recommend to sell Crowell high
1: mm-hmm. uh, I think by me saying that now this is a reason why I'm probably gonna my trade probably offer is not gonna go through because of the fact that uh, I'm saying this, but I have to say this because it's what I do believe. I really do believe that now's the time to sell him high yeah. because he's, he's he's been doing pretty well all year, but he was up and down, up and down, and now for this big breakout, yeah. he just might continue to do better. You know what I mean? And it was against a pretty solid team against the run.
0: Right, that's what I'm saying. I, I didn't see that at all because yeah. Denver's defense, You know they've been susceptible in the secondary, but... On the ground, they've been pretty good. He
1: averaged 14.6 yards yeah. per run that I mean, a game. A lot of
0: that came on that 77 yard. Yeah, but he
1: still kept but chewing it yeah, up. Yeah, but yeah. still, yeah. if you take away 77 he only, yards, he only
0: had 15 carries. I
1: know, but you take away 17 yards of 219, you yeah. still got over 100 yards yeah, yeah. on 14 carries. Right. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying. Like it's over 14 yards on 100 yeah, and carries. Even so Bob
0: Powell was at five yards a carry, so like that, the Jets running game just gashed them this week. See, now I'm
1: trying to trade because I need a wide receiver. I think it's a fair trade, especially with now. Mm-hmm. I'm trying. Trade Isaiah Crowell for Kenny Galladay. Kenny Galladay's been solid with like twelve, fourteen yeah, points a game. But he's
0: been consistent. See, the thing with Crowell is that you know he's he's had these big games, like in Week One, right? You know he hits him for that seventy-yarder in Week One against. No, I I,
1: I, I see it, but I'm just saying it. I, I, it's just now's the time to sell him high. Is what I'm yeah,
0: saying. I I have one share of Galladay, and I got one share of Crowell, and I don't know if I would make that trade, honestly. Okay, but, no, I'm just I'm but, just
1: saying that's what I'm putting know. through. Whatever. uh
0: it also depends on needs, you know, so.
1: I need a wide receiver, and it's in the league you and I are together in the BFB league. Okay. Uh, one one I want to shout out is Chris Carson. I have said this. Before. Now, listen, Mike Davis also had a pretty good game. Mike Davis had for 12 carries, he had 68 yards, and he found the end zone, okay, and he had two targets, but Chris Carson, which I like, now he's kind of almost, he still did better. He had six more carries. Then wait, six, seven, sorry, seven more carries than Mike Davis. Chris Carson had nineteen. Mike Davis had twelve. And Chris Carson had a lot more yardage than him. Chris Carson had 116 yards. He was averaging six point one yards per carry. Mike Davis averaging five point seven. Uh but the thing is, you know, but that, the thing is like, you know, the thing with Chris Carson, he didn't find the end zone. That was the big problem. Mm-hmm. But it still looks like Maybe this is going forward that he's going to be the lead back and Mike Davis is probably going to start getting the end zone looks, the red, the goal line looks. Mike Davis is the guy I recommend to take off the waiver wire. But once again, I think he's going to, like, fizzle away. I think he's having, like, a little good run. It's possible that he keeps it up. It's just that we haven't seen it to be true. He's been in the league a lot longer. Chris Carson was hurt last year, and he's just shown every time he's on the field he could do work. That the reason he gets a big shout-out here is because this is against a very good stud Rams uh, defense. Mm-hmm. So that's why he gets the big shout-out there. But... um. You know, we Granted, he lost the game and all, but still, Chris Carson, I just, I just see him as that lead back. I see him as that main guy yeah. going forward. You know, keep putting. I, I up was rivers. watching
0: some of that game, so he looked good. He looked good running the ball.
1: He did. He yeah. looked very good running the ball. You yeah. know. So, what do you think about this trade? What if it was like Crowell, Carson, and um, and what's his face, and Marvin Jones, for Odell.
0: Oh, well, I, I would do it. if I, if I had Odell to trade for those three, I would do it. Right.
1: Okay. We're going to see.
0: Yeah. All
1: right. So, uh, you and have another running?
0: Odell will go for like 200 yards and two touchdowns the week. I make that trade. And he'll throw a touchdown. <laughs> and he'll throw a touchdown. <laughs> uh,
1: what other running back you want so to talk about?
0: My boy, uh, my preseason favorite, Joe Mixon, came right back into, uh, the lineup after missing two weeks for uh, carry the ball 22 times for 93 yards for a healthy 4.2 yards a carry didn't get into the end zone. But the important thing is here is that he did look healthy. Uh, he did look good running the ball. And with Giovanni Bernard scheduled to miss um, some time, Uh, All systems go for Joe Mixon. Um, I deployed him last week. Uh, Didn't have that huge game, but, you know, I'll take, you know, 10, 11 points from him uh, coming off an injury. So he should be in for a big workload moving forward. So uh, all systems go for Joe Mixon moving forward. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Joe Mixon going forward. So far, so good. Uh, Remember, he's not going to be a top 10 back now. Possibly, but doubtful. Doubtful. He still sneak in there. Well, regardless, if you lose the bet, you don't necessarily lose the bet because of injury. So that right. kind of negates it anyways. Uh, I'm so surprised you didn't talk about one guy. So I'm going to leave him to you, see if you talk about him next. But we'll see if you talk about him next. I'm going to mention one guy and I give a big, big shout out and big kudos to you, Charlie. Great call on Kenyon Drake. Very good call on Kenyon Drake, Charlie. Very good job. Kenyon Drake, what a day for that guy. Twenty. Three fantasy points for Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake's had more fantasy points, almost, almost, almost more fantasy points in this game than he did in the entire year so far. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it was just a good day. I mean, granted, he was a lot of it came from the 22 yard touchdown reception that he had. But I, I just say, just a great call. I mean, that's the main reason yeah. why to give Kenyon Drake. I mean, don't get me wrong; Gore's still gonna cut into his work and stuff yeah. like that.
0: I mean, you know, Game Strip kind of you know played into his you know an advantage for him. So yeah,
1: I mean, yeah, it's 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 it's, it's like I said, it was just you know he was targeted eleven times yeah. and any other that one, what, t- yeah, that's what helped. That's him. what helped. him. He was yeah. targeted eleven times. He got six catches for six, sixty nine yards. You know, but he still only had six attempts to rush the ball. Mm-hmm. So it was just a good day. I don't see that continuing. Right? Maybe. The targets, maybe. Maybe if that's what helps them keep doing well, whatever the case may be. But I don't see uh, that to be a continuing thing for him, you know, like a habit. Right, But uh, I just give you a good shout-out for good call. Well, thank you,
0: Flex. Uh, another person that stood out and, look, continues to roll in, in the absence of Lev Bell is James Conner. Uh,
1: still not mentioning the guy. Wow.
0: 110 yards and, and another two touchdowns. So, um, look, I mean, that, that game looked like it was going to be a shootout. And it did turn into a shootout, but most of the shooting was on Pittsburgh's side of the ball. So 41-17, and James Conner continu- continues to roll. So who, who am I uh, not mentioning? I really, I'm really surprised you haven't mentioned this guy yet. Who? Your boy that you've drafted in almost every league. Oh, or, Mark Ingram? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so surprised you didn't mention him. Yeah, I mean, look, he uh, he expected what I expected. He did exactly what I expected. He had him to 16
1: do. rushing yards. I mean,
0: 16 rushing attempts. Yeah. Mark Ingram, Alba Kamara had six. Yeah. Alba Kamara had six. But that's, um, you know, that... that it's kind of in line with what was going on last year. That's why I was so heavy on him in the preseason. I'm like, look, he's going to he, he's not missing the game due to injuries. You know what I mean? I,
1: I get that. I'm saying I I still think I still think that it's a lot it was a lot for a high draft pick for him. It's yet to be seen what comes out at the end. I still believe it was, but still, none- nonetheless, he had twenty one fantasy points yesterday. He had sixteen, you know, not you know, not great yards on the grounds. Yeah, and Only- ju-
0: just missed another touchdown too. Huh? That could have been. That could have been. Oh almost yeah. thirty points. But
1: you know, listen, he didn't do that great on the ground either. I mean, granted, maybe a lot of it was game script because mm-hmm. you know, like they, you know, uh, Drew Brees broke his record. Congratulations, shots, Drew Brees. Yeah, but um
0: shout out to Drew Brees for what? Uh, what an accomplishment. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. For real, for real, for real. But, you know, he only had 3.3 yards yeah. on the ground. You know what I but mean? But he got
0: a majority of the goal line work, So, and I see that continuing. That's that's the thing.
1: Yeah, he got the majority of the goal line work, and just Alvin Kamara was kind of like just like in, inexistent in this
0: game for the I mean, look, part. in the preseason, you were like temper expectations on Kamara. Now, for the first four weeks of the season, the guy looked like an absolute stud, but now you know he may come down to earth a little bit. Let's see.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 still yet to be seen. I'm trying to see find this one tweet that uh, Mike Clay put out. That was pretty. That was pretty good. I can't seem to find it. Oh well, moving on. Let's move on to what do you want to say?
0: All right, so let's move on to. Oh, here we
1: go. Yeah, Alvin Kamara is 26 yards from scrimmage, and Jordan Reed has zero catches. Cool. <laughs> all right, uh, what do you want to talk about? Wide receivers? Because uh, we only got a couple of minutes left. So we actually got to kind of run, run through these because we got to give you the way your wire picks. All right,
0: let's Let's uh, let's go to quarterbacks and then we'll finish up with wide receivers. Go ahead. So quarterbacks, A.A. Uh, Ron Rodgers, 442 yards, three touchdowns against the Lions, bad wheel and all. He continues to sling the football all over the field. Now, for some reason, and I think you may have tweeted, tweeted about this, Flex, Mike McCarthy doesn't seem to know that he could actually run the football in, in football. Like I the did. NFL actually allows you to run the football. I did write about that. You know, uh, for some reason he doesn't want to do it, which is evident by Rodgers' 52 attempts. Now, if you're a Rodgers owner, you have no problem with that. But I mean, look, the guy does have a bad wheel. So I, I still don't understand why they're not running the ball. But for uh, fantasy purposes, another great day by Rodgers. Um, and, you know, all systems go for him moving forward. So he, he really stood out. I did put out, uh, you know,
1: talking about that. That Mike Mike McCarthy, you know, they said Mike McCarthy has a running back averaging six point one yards per carry, arguably the worst de- against the worst defensive football, and they gave the guy to run it seven times. Yeah. I also put what Field Yates Inexcusable. Said, Field Yates said this: Aaron Jones is averaging six point one yards per carry this season, third best amongst players with twenty plus carries, and he didn't see a single second half carry. Yeah. It really is. He's he's he's. He could, if he was unleashed to take over, mm-hmm. he could easily be an RB1. Yeah. He really could. That's why I was so big it's on him. inexcusable. And I said it, for, and I wrote this also on Twitter. For everyone that took Flex's advice, so and I, I just say Flex because, you know, this is like our podcast. It's our it's our Twitter, so I kind of speak in a third person there because mm-hmm. it's us speaking on us. You know what I mean? But for everyone who took Flex's advice on playing Jones, get mad at the Packers for play calling, not Flex. I'm going to give you enough reasons to be mad at me. This is not one of them, and it really is true about that. So it really isn't excusable. Uh, and Andrew Luck keeps slinging the ball, keeps slinging. Well, of course, we got Drew Brees got to give the shout out. We already know why. Yeah, uh, you see it a thousand times. I posted a pretty cool picture on our Instagram about it. But the only thing is, the only reason giving Andrew Luck another nod here is because this is another game with a lot of attempts—fifty-nine attempts. And attempts. remember, last week you said about the fact that uh, sixty-two. He's not going to do that every game, but this is another one. Uh, you know, that he just yeah. keeps slinging the ball a lot. And that just looks like it was going to be going forward. That right, You know, it right. doesn't like, the shoulder's a problem well, you know, anymore.
0: You know, those games that they're going to have to keep up with the opposition, like, you know, they're going against the Patriots, so they're going to have to score to keep up, you know? So, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh, wide receivers real quick give me like one or two and then we'll move on All right.
0: so wide receivers uh, I'm going to take a little bit of a victory lap here so Robbie Anderson uh, three receptions for 123 yards and two touchdowns included a 76 yard bomb Uh, I said it on the preview episode that Denver does struggle against a big play and I expected Robbie Anderson to have an opportunity to score on a long touchdown which he did so uh, Robbie Anderson I still think he's the most talented receiver of that group so he, uh, he stood out for sure
1: Absolutely, Robinson Anderson definitely stood out in that. And that thing. And another wide receiver that also stood out for me was uh, Marquise Valdez scantley MVS. He was another one that stood out for yeah. me, and for good reasons. And like, and and I'm an, and and I'm happy we played him. We played him in our league. Uh, you and I run the big Instagram league. Yeah. And he, he, he did. Got in, got in the box. He got in the box. He did very well. He did very well to get over the Andrew Brando Cobb. Uh, like I said, that it, it is un, it is unfortunate that you know they were just behind a little bit, so they wanted to pass. They wanted to pass. They mm-hmm. wanted to pass. That helped you out if you had. The receivers for the Packers, but it is unfortunate. You are such a good runner in Aaron Jones and you still, not only do you keep him to a committee, you just don't let him do what just he's got to do. You're not
0: giving him the opportunity.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it's just, uh, it's not right. Uh, tight ends, I sit out.
0: Uh one tight end that stood out also that stood
1: out Trae Quan Smith also for catching uh yeah that 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 pass when he broke the record Drew Breed scoring a touchdown. They found the box more than once, multiple times. Yeah. Gotta give twice. a shout out to Trae Quan Smith for that. My boy Rich tweeted me. Can you imagine at this time once upon a time I actually drafted Trae Quan Smith? He's <laughs> mm-hmm. like and this he was all right.
0: So any uh tight ends? So yeah, tight ends. So Zach Ertz looks to get back on track, ten receptions, hundred ten yards, and a touchdown. So uh, you know, there's no one that was more happy to see Carson Wentz come back than Zach Ertz. So Um, you know, moving forward, Zach Ertz owners, you guys should be really happy and expect big things from him moving forward. The tight end
1: that stood out for me, not for nothing, was Jordan Reed. I posted on the Instagram. You're looking for Jordan Reed's points, like where you're at, where they at though, where they at though, and what else?
0: And the other guy, my guy, Eric Ebron. Yes, Eric Ebron, another nine catches for 105 yards and two touchdowns. Seems to be finding that chemistry with Andrew Luck. So. Um, you know, I've talked up Eric Ebron in the past. Flex laughed at me. I did. Um, But Eric Ebron, uh, moving forward, deploy him. He looks like he's going to give you the Taking advantage
1: will... with Jack Doyle being out. All right, guys, just yeah. to
0: give you real quick about who to look out for the waiver wire. It's a little thin. We're starting to get
1: to that points of the year where it starts getting a little thin, especially with the bye weeks coming up. And then this week, who is on a bye? It's uh, Detroit and the uh, Saints. The Saints, yes. Detroit and mm-hmm. Saints are up. Uh, So, guys, you got to look for the guys like Neon Hines. I mean, he's only 47% of ESPN lead but if he's still there you gotta take him for the time being awful Alfred Morris but see this is what I'm saying where it's getting thin Alfred Morris is only 49% of ESPN leagues Corey Clement and Wendell Smallwood I like Wendell Smallwood to be the better play only only, not to really? say only because mm-hmm. Corey Clement's already been hurt Corey Clement had one good game when he took over as a bell cow but he had another game. He had one good game when he wasn't the bell cow. He had one very good game where he just like took advantage of it. Yeah. And in the game where he was the bell cow, he had like seven points when that when when JJ was out. Yeah. When JJ was did, out, he, he didn't. Did, uh,
0: he did out snap Smallwood nineteen thirteen. No, no, game, he's gonna but... outsnap
1: them, But I just think Walt, Wendell Smallwood's gonna be the more productive one. Mm-hmm. I just think in moving forward. Uh, but there, but uh, well, and especially not even more so because Wendell Smallwood is low owned. He's only owns seven percent of ESPN leagues. Mm-hmm. Kiki Cutie. Definitely got to look out for him. I did play him. It was the right choice to play him over Marvin Jones, so he yeah. was the right choice to make. He's only owned in 19% of
0: leagues. Got into he's, the box as well.
1: He's got to be, yes, and he got to the box. He's got to be owned in all these across the board. He's got to be owned yeah. in all these across the board. He's that guy that you want to keep Especially with uh,
0: Fuller being banged up.
1: Yeah, especially with that. It's just like I said, when, when, when Deshaun Watson was also in college, he was used to using a small guy in the slot, so stuff like that. So yeah. Kiki Cutie should be owned in all leagues. If he's still there, go and grab him. Of course, Jamal Charles is worth a stash. Why not, especially with, you know, running backs always being needed no matter what. Latavius Murray also has to be owned in all leagues across the board. He's only owned at 45%. Should not be that way. He's yeah. probably not in your league, but he should be owned. Uh, Cameron Braid's got to be another one, you know, with Jordan Howard being out and that tight end position being so low. Yeah. A big tight end that I'm also saying for a lot of people to grab. Say his name for me, the tight end for your... Uh... Swain. Swain, right? J- Swain. Jeff Swain? Jeff Swain. You got. He's got. He's got to be there. You got. You got to pick him up because this. And I hope I don't freaking mush this guy too.
0: Just for fantasy purposes, as a Cowboys fan, little. You know they all drop. Swain, but, watch out. <laughs> watch out this week against Jacksonville. The thing
1: is, he was tied with three other Cowboys to so the team lead in targets, and he was. Uh, and and he's getting more red zone targets. He's playing in ninety percent of the snaps. He's in yeah. there for ninety percent of the snaps, and you know like. He's, you know, he's getting five catch, three catch, three catches here. It's not like he's putting up great numbers, yeah. but he's being consistently involved in the offense enough where he's worth with such a thin position. So he's, he's, he's in there that you have to pick him up. Uh, Marquise Valdez Scantling. Another big one to look at. Yeah. Only on two percent of leagues.
0: Even uh, Geronimo Allison still is still available in op, you know over fifty percent of leagues. Yeah. Now he did sit out last week, but he you know the coaching staff decided to keep him out one week. But he gets a soft matchup this week against the Niners. Mm-hmm. So he, look at him for an ad as well. Yeah, look for him. Also,
1: look for Christian Kirk as an ad. He seems to have, you know, like that. R- the rookie quarterback seems to like the that rookie why. Did I, you see that touchdown? No, I did not see that touchdown.
0: Ram- I, I was, ram- I, was ram- I was too yeah.
1: glued to the to the Vikings because after the Giants lost, yeah. I, you know, they, I I needed to see the the the, the Eagles lose. Mm-hmm. And they lost, and thank God for me, the Cowboys lost. Oh God, we ha- this this is like a must win game for us. If we don't, if we lose this game, our season's pretty much done. Yeah, to have two but divisional I mean, losses. But,
0: but is it though? The way the division is going, that's I mean, what
1: that's what I'm saying. The way the division is going is keeping us in. But yeah. I just feel like it's more than well, like it's,
0: it's it would be a divisional loss. So exactly because it's they a divisional
1: win. loss because right. Eagles and a divisional loss already against the Cowboys. Right. So I feel that this is like a must win yeah. game because. Because of the Redskins losing, you your Cowboys losing, and the Eagles losing, it really gave us a shiny hope. And now, if the Eagles lose, if we beat the Eagles, it really puts us up way back into the uh, you know, competing to still take over the NFCs, right? And and it was looking better, and uh, thank God we just gave up Eric Flowers. I think they finally knew that because look, the offense line has been doing a lot better without him. Mm-hmm. It's been doing a yeah. lot better without him, and they started hitting Odell now down the field more. Odell got his touchdown, catching touchdowns, throwing touchdowns, getting the, the getting um the passes over the ten yards. You know what I mean? Yeah, Fifteen taking plus taking yard shots catch. the field
0: finally. And
1: you know, and, and, and I think it's opening up things better for. I mean, you know, they were stuffing them on the run a lot, but still, it's helping out Saquon more. So it seems that the offense is clicking better as it should be mm-hmm. it's just come on we lost to a 62 yard field goal what can you do
0: yeah what can you do did you see the uh, the, the
1: defense th- has been doing messed up the defense has been doing some dumb better, things but, uh, yeah
0: just get him back to that call real quick, did you see the, uh, the Spanish announcer did I see the Spanish is, announcer uh, call that game winning field goal no I'll go go on YouTube and, and watch it.
1: All right. We'll go check it, that out. Maybe yeah. I'll repost it. I'll put it on our Instagram. Yeah, like, yeah. No, you know what? I mean, I'm not going to do that. No, I don't want to see that. You'll get
0: a kick out of it. I'll I'm get a kick out of it,
1: but I'm not going to put on internet <laughs> for everybody else to see about it, right? Uh, Christian Kirk is definitely a guy you want to look at. Also, if you want to look at some other like deep, deep flyers for the running back position, Kyle Guszewski? Guszewski. Did I say it right? But anyways, sure. the 49ers running back and uh, Mike Davis. So these are guys you want to look at.
0: Yeah. What? Who's your favorite uh, streamer for, at the QB position for Stafford and Breeze owners this week?
1: For who's my favorite streamer? We'll talk about that in the next show when we start setting it up. I really, I didn't look too much about like right. what's coming up for the week after. That's a good question, though. It's a very good question. I'm just not prepared enough to give a strong enough answer for that I got, question. I got right one now.
0: person, and a lot of people, a lot of you people may throw up in your mouth, but look at the matchup. Um, he's going against possibly the worst defense in football. Um, famous Jameis gets a matchup against the Atlanta Falcons.
1: Yeah, he's he's up there. And he's only owned 12% of leagues. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. uh, That's definitely a good one to pick up if you want to stream for something like that. That's definitely a good one. Um, All right. We don't have too much time because we spent so much time talking about what's going on in the world to talk about our regrets. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. I regret not playing Crowell and Anderson. We still won, though. Yeah. We didn't play Anderson in that league that we have. We played Antonio Callaway
0: over him. I I regret not going... um heavier on James Conner and Daly because he he looked like he was going to be chalky. So I kind of pivoted off him to Saquon Barkley, who still had a good game, um, but I wish I would have had a little bit more of Conner.
1: I regret... You know what? I'm going to put this in there as I regret playing him. I regret playing Aaron Jones only because of the numbers he gave me, but then I don't because I believe in him. And I think the rest of the world also believes so much what he could could do. For some reason, Mike McCarthy's just not listening and deploying him the way he should. Mm -hmm. So... uh, yeah, things like that to say. Uh, But, yeah, those are the you know, big wave wire names. Like I said, since tight end is so thin. Also, if you want to pick up Niles Paul for the time being, like I said, in the second half, he got nine targets, caught seven passes. Maybe Blake Bortles likes him a little more. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I don't know. It is what it is. Uh, Eli, you got our outro music all up set up for us so you can start running first? Yes, sir. All right, so you can run that first when it's great. And there we go. And then that's the show. That's the show. I know we had to wrap it up and go real quick at the end, but there was a lot to talk about in the news, a lot to talk about in the weekend, at the beginning. It is what it is. Sometimes things go that way, but it was still a good show. We hope you enjoyed it. Once again, don't forget to get yourself the Saquon Barkley football autograph, full size NFL Saquon Barkley football. Get it for yourself. Hit us up, rate us, comment us, repost us, tweet us, whatever it is. Get yourself Leave those known. comments. That's important on our, on our Instagram at BFB Podcast, on our Twitter at Podcast BNB. on the Fantasy Life at Better Fantasy Bureau. Charlie, once to say goodbye to the party people? Bureau, peace. See you on this side of the other party people. Peace.